This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Decades. This marks Xi's first visit to the kingdom in six years and just his third overseas trip since the COVID-19 pandemic began almost three years ago. The superpower is looking to expand its global alliances beyond partnerships with the West, namely the United States, and is turning its attention to the Gulf energy giant. The visit comes at a time of particularly strained U.S.-Saudi relations due to Washington's criticism of Saudi energy policy, regional security, and human rights violations, giving a chance for Beijing to step in. Uh, my story is pretty simple. Our story is pretty simple. Josh has done some work as well. Um, the bottom line, can I get the next slide, please? Um, the bottom line is we saw 2020 pre-vaccine and 2021 and 22 post-vaccine. There was a mixed shift from 2020 to 21 of excess mortality from old to young. So in 2020, it was mostly old people. We also saw um, a mixed shift in uh, disability starting to rise in May of 21. Um, the excess mortality has shifted so much so that it's, uh, it's pretty phenomenal what you see here in the charts before you. This is not my data. This is a society of actuaries. In 2021, in ages 25 through 64, the employed people of our nation covered under group life, they experienced a 40% excess mortality. As quoted by a CEO of an insurance company, just a 10% increase in excess mortality is a three-standard deviation event or a once-in-a-200-year flood. So 40 is off the charts. Um, what's interesting about this is that the general overall population experienced 32% excess mortality. This group life uh, policyholder subset is much healthier in general than the overall population as done by st previous studies. They experienced mortality 30 to 40 percent that of the general population. So something flipped in 2021 by eight points. Okay, Thursday, 8 December in the year of our Lord 2022, you're in the war room. Um, signal, not noise today. Two uh, massive events in, in the world. One uh, in Washington yesterday, uh, Senator Ron Johnson had an incredible panel. We actually had a report. Uh, with Dr. Peter McCullough coming out of that panel uh, last night at the six o'clock hour. Uh, and we're going to talk to all the principals in the next couple of days because of how important it was. Also, uh, Steve Cortez, uh, she leaves, uh, China having backed down from Lao Beijing from these protests in the streets. He blinked, gets on a plane, goes to Saudi Arabia in a, a, a massive geopolitical realignment, you know, <clears throat> that you don't see. You don't see the crown princess fist bumping, um, you know, Biden getting out of it looked like he called a Uber over to some hotel right here. You get the red carpet. You get the just like they greeted President Trump. All the news this morning, though, all they're covering is uh, is a um, 
what is it, a drug mule or a, a, a former NBA player, a WNBA player, uh, doing a swap with a what a, a, a arms merchant, uh, and that's all. Morning, morning, Meek is all over it. They miss the importance of uh, of uh, Saudi Arabia. Th- these are the bricks. This is the global South coming together, standing up against a thing called a Federal Reserve note. That would be a dollar. Steve right. Cortez, we got Ed Dowd. I want to get into that. I know you're quite interested in everything related to vaccines since you have personal experience of saying hell no. Uh, but tell me about Set the stage for us for later. How big a deal is it she in Saudi Arabia with the full military guard, the red, the red carpet right. and the, and the, and the kowtowing to him? No, listen, it, it's massive. And of all the blunders and mistakes and created crises of the Biden administration, Perhaps the uh, the one that will be most enduring, tragically, is dethroning King Dollar. And what I mean by that is that for a century, the dollar has been the reserve currency of the world. All important transactions worldwide are done in United States dollars because the world has believed in this currency. The world has feared the U.S. military and believed in the U.S. currency. Uh, that is changing now. And Joe Biden has jeopardized that status of King Dollar. And here's why it matters. It doesn't just matter if you do international business or if you travel. It matters because reserve currency status has allowed the United States to run these absolutely out of control deficits to engage in exorbitant borrowing and spending at rates that have been somewhat palatable to the United States until now. But if you lose reserve currency status, Steve, given the overall indebtedness of the United States, it wouldn't take very long before the United States can become a Venezuela or an Argentina. Argentina, by the way, about a century ago, was one of the wealthiest countries in the world. So please don't assume that it cannot happen, that that cannot happen here. It can if we're not careful to guard the primacy of the United States dollar. And that meeting between Xi uh, and MBZ, that indicates that their alliance is growing and they have no interest on either side of using the U.S. dollar. If you take uh, Lula's uh, stolen victory, Matthew Tiermann's on in the second hour about Brazil. Uh, and somebody went in one of the comments the other day saying, hey, why are you spending time on Brazil? We got to worry about the machines. Well, look, uh, Saudi Arabia, Brazil, China, Russia, the geopolitical alignment of these. Uh, and, and I call them communists because they're actually totalitarians. They're, they're living they're living the life of Riley, right, where everybody else in their in their countries are living in sweatshops. But you see it coming together. If Lula ends up stealing this election in Brazil, you've got big league problems. We're also going to tie that back directly to Capitol Hill. And they're, they're dumping on Trump and they're dumping on MAGA. It's all MAGA's fault. It's all Trump's fault uh, for the Senate. Up here on the Senate, and we're going to get into this in this hour, they're trying to cut deals on debt ceiling to kick it down, you know, take the debt ceiling off. Two million uh, illegal aliens as a start with an invasion of the southern border and five to eight million in the country. They want to give amnesty for two million. At the same time, now they've run in panic back. You got to keep Title 42 because they know we've outed them on the 20,000 a day that will come across. They want to give amnesty. This is the Senate wants to give amnesty to two million as a starter. Right. Uh, omnibus, they want to do two trillion dollars unfunded, totally unfunded discretionary spending. And of course, the NDA, the defense bill, and they're sitting there saying McCarthy's got this big victory because he's got the vaccines off going forward. Hey, this thing is so woke at every level. This is why you're not getting, and you know this now, Cortez, having moved from Chicago down to Tennessee, that you can't get Southern, you know, Southerners are what, 60% of the military. You can't get Southerners right. in the military anymore. How woke, their parents aren't going to send these kids right. in to the woke military. T- connect they don't uh, want to. Yeah. 
They, they, they ahead, don't want to salute General White Rage Milley, right? And they don't want to take orders from him. And I don't blame them. And they, and they don't want to serve uh, Secretary of Defense Raytheon Austin, Lloyd Austin, right, with his ridiculous double masks. Uh, they don't want to serve in that military. And you're right, Steve. I now live in eastern Tennessee, and this region of Appalachia has produced the fiercest fighters in all of American history, going all the way back to the revolutionary times through Andrew Jackson, uh, right up until the present day. I mean, Appalachia has really been the, the home of fighters who have uh, have done valiant battle for America all over the world. And these good salt of the earth people, no, they're not interested in serving in this woke military to fight in needless, endless wars all over the world. Uh, they believe in America first vision of foreign policy, of realism and restraint, which we saw under President Trump. And we are seeing the opposite, unfortunately, right now. So you're right in that bill. Is it a good thing that they're going to get the vax mandate taken out going forward? Of course it is. But how about reinstating everyone with full back pay? OK, that would Amen. be actual justice regarding the vax Amen. mandate in the military. It's obscene. Okay, let's bring in Ed Dowd now. Ed, uh, yesterday, and and you know, you had Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Harvey Risch, many of the all-star contributors here at the War Room from day one, and of course yourself. Uh, your testimony. Walk us through what was Senator Johnson doing. <clears throat> what, what were you guys trying to accomplish? It's up on Rumble now, and we'll link to it. It's got I think four or five hundred thousand views already. What was the what was the construct? What are you guys trying to do? What are you preparing for? And then I want to get into your testimony. Uh, the the uh, whole purpose of the conference was to highlight that the vaccines are not safe and they're not effective and to stick to the facts and open up the marginal mind. There's lots of Americans who don't know what's going on. Those of us on the war room and other uh, independent media outlets know exactly what's going on. And Senator Johnson wants to get this information out. He's concerned. Uh, and uh, he wanted us to stick to the facts, state uh, what we thought, and uh, the facts speak for themselves. And we're hoping to, you know, to flip a marginal mind to know what's going on so that, you know, we get enough of a uh, public opinion movement that uh, this wakes up the country. So, so uh, walk us through, by the way, for, for people that watch War Room and watch some of the other shows you go on, you, they're very up to speed on this. And we understand it's going to come as a real shock to people about, although you can tell because of the lack of uptick or uptake, I should say, for the, uh, for the, was it bivalent, uh, is I think in single digits, even given the hundreds of millions of dollars of ads you see nonstop. Um, so walk us through your testimony particularly, because you've been working on this for a while and people know, you know, on the show that you're a Wall Street guy, you're a, a fund manager, you come at this very analytically with your partners. What was your testimony yesterday? Basically, I wanted to point out that something uh, devastating has happened to the employed population of our country. And there was two sets of data that I highlighted, both not mine, although we did analyze the disability data, but the uh, Society of Actuaries has definitively shown that their group life policyholders, which they've proven in studies in the past, is generally much healthier than the overall U.S. population. And they died a uh, mortality rate of 30 to 40 percent of that of the general population in any given year. Well, in 2021, that flipped. They experienced 40 percent mortality uh, and the millennials experienced uh, an 84 percent rise into the third quarter right around the mandates. It's come down since then. It's running around 23% as of Q2. But the bottom line is this is a group that should not be experiencing excess mortality above the general population. So my conclusion is the only thing that changed in 2021 were mandates 
and uh, vac mass vaccination program. And then when you go to the disability data, it gets even more stark. This is the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Uh, you know, they do the, the, the monthly job numbers. They also ask questions about disability. And that number started uh, going off the charts uh, on May, uh, around May 21, May of 2021. And uh, we recorded a three standard deviation event, year over year rate change, which on Wall Street is a big deal and doesn't happen that often, 0.03% of the time. So there was a trend change underway. When you dig into the numbers, it's even more alarming. Uh, we showed that uh, since May of 2021 into September of 2022, the employed population of our country, the most able-bodied, the most healthy of us, about 98 to 100 million, experienced a 26% overall increase in their rate of disability uh, versus the general population that experienced an 11% rate of increase. And uh, if you want to drill down even a little further, uh, on the numbers, the base for the employed uh, population of disabled uh, uh, workers was 4.5 million. So 36% rise makes that 5.7 million. So 1.2 million additional people just kind of mysteriously disappeared from the labor force. And uh, that's, the that's the size of the state, uh, the population of uh, Wyoming and Vermont combined. So some of the labor shortages we're seeing are definitely due to this. This is a national security concern, in my humble opinion. We all know the military has been vaccinated. All our pilots have been vaccinated. This is a, I, I think it's a national security issue. And uh, that's that's the bottom line. And, you know, one more uh, factoid that's curious is when we looked at the um, uh, those not in the labor force, they number about 9 million pre-vaccine. Uh, Their rate of increase uh, in disabilities was 4% or about 425,000 individuals. So off a 10 million base, those people obviously had a choice and didn't. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um just just to mess with the war room audience uh cortez i hate to say we're on i hate to say tomorrow's news today right but right. i will say that at, even as we spoke is, yep. even as we were chatting in the a block ladies and gentlemen uh this is uh and i want to thank my producers for for we reorganized the show to make sure ed could open what happened at, even as yeah. we were speaking? And by the way, this boggles the mind. But but what, what just happened? So this, this headline just just hit the tape. Uh, I'm reading this from CNBC. 
FDA authorizes COVID Omicron vaccines for children as young as six months old. So this means a booster shot, in other words, for children who have already gotten the initial vaccine. They are now authorized to get a booster as a six-month-old baby. Steve, this is totally unprecedented in American history. We have never, as a country, as public health authorities, recommended or even allowed vaccines for groups of people who are not vulnerable to dire effects from the virus, number one. Number two, such brand new treatments that have not been tested. Historically, right, the, the bar was extremely high for the FDA to, to recognize and recommend vaccines for children. Uh, and the regular schedule of vaccines are vaccines that have been used for decades in this country. Quite the opposite of this. This is the new reality that we live in, though, unfortunately, in the Republic of Pfizer, because Big Pharma, uh, the tail is wagging the dog. And Big Pharma essentially tells Washington, D.C., including the FDA, what to do. Uh, and they just simply comply. And so, Ed, you know, I want to ask you about this because you're such an expert on the data here. Uh, regarding children, particularly babies who are now, uh, unfortunately, at least eligible to get it, uh, has there been any acceptance by parents? In other words, is this actually happening? Are, are toddlers and babies actually being injected by any, uh, large, in any large scale with these vaxes? Uh, but having said that, there are some people that are going to do it, and that's tragic. And, uh, Dr. Uh, Harvey Reich, uh, yesterday at the testimony spoke to this issue that no one uh, under, uh, under, you know, 40 should be getting this shot, especially babies and children. He, he talked to that, that there's literally no risk from COVID for, for this age group. And it's, it's, it's criminal to be doing this. The, the, the risk reward is off the charts skewed to, uh, death, sudden death and or, uh, disabilities. And we're just injecting babies that it's, it boggles the mind and, uh, it really makes me angry. Yeah. Hang on, it's Cortez. Let me ask you something. I think I want to get the nomenclature down. Technically, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is really an experimental gene therapy, correct? It hasn't changed. It's an experimental gene. And Malone, who's one of the the architects of the underlying technology that actually allows you to do this, concurs. He says it's a experimental gene therapy. Right. Um, what what is the bit? And I'll get back to 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 Ed right here in a second. But to you what are they seeing? You have to assume they're rational, particularly on liabilities. And, and this gets to what DeSantis is doing in Florida. Remember mm-hmm. the immunity from, from the immunity from lawsuits doesn't hold if you're reckless or have gross negligence, right? It's correct, the standard correct. of care. So remember they were indemnified. And by the way, the uh who indemnified him and how it got indemnified and all that, that's all going to be, you know, that's going to be another ugly fight because that's all going to come up. Right. It's going to be drilled down mm-hmm. on how they gave him this blanket immunity uh for, for in this phase. But DeSantis is going to the heart of it. He's saying, hey, you're right. immune if you show that you're not you weren't reckless, gross negligence or lied about it in your in your in your data. What are they seeing that they think that they can foist this on on such a radical, such a radical regime? Since the bivalent is now, right. even with hundreds of millions of dollars spent, under I think eight percent pickup by the American people, and these are guys already got the shot. Right. This is not the pure bloods. Right. What, what is what is what is the Republic of Pfizer seeing, sir? In yeah. the numbers, think that they can force this off and, and avoid recklessness or gross negligence? 
you know, I think here's why they got so cocky and so arrogant, because big pharma and the corrupt public health agencies of the United States, particularly Tony Fauci, but all in totality, all of them, they saw America acquiesce and essentially surrender our rights during the lockdowns. OK, and that was very surprising, I think, to everybody. It certainly shocked me, disappointed me, quite frankly, that Americans uh, accepted the lockdowns. But because we did as a people generally accept the lockdowns. I think that encouraged Big Pharma and the public health authorities to get even more aggressive, to say they're going to accept anything that we tell them to do. And I think driven by pure greed and a lust for power, uh, they then engage in these vaccine mandates, not even worrying about the eventual consequences. Well, there are going to be consequences, massive financial and I hope criminal consequences for what these charlatans have done to the United States. And Ron DeSantis, you know, I wanted to stand up and cheer when I saw that video of him. It came out from over the weekend where he said in Florida regarding COVID, big pharma and big tech, they are going to be held accountable, including potentially massive lawsuits, because even if they do have immunity at the federal level, and I think you're right, Steve, that immunity will be pierced even at the federal level. But that doesn't have any effect upon the state level. And attorneys general around the country uh, can really be at the vanguard of this, especially in states like Florida, because of the leadership of Ron DeSantis, where they are going to hold these companies and hold these people, both big tech and big pharma. Because remember, they worked hand in glove to suppress the relevant, important information that the American people deserve to know about these treatments. And you're right. They're not really vaccines by any standard definition. Right. Uh, you know, we call them that just for, for shorthand. Uh, but they are treatments and they are not riskless treatments. That's for sure. And then we are learning far more about the risks, particularly for people who were not vulnerable to the virus anyway, meaning young folks. And I want people to know out there, too, this issue, believe me, of the mandates, this has not gone away. Massive corporations no. right now today are still requiring the vax as a condition of employment and major universities in the United States are still requiring young, healthy okay. people to get the vax as a condition to go to school. This is a relevant <laughs> issue today. Naomi Wolf's up there at Yale where the faculty and the staff don't, don't have to get the thing. Kids to come back. Listen, they talk about they're, they're, they're whining and moaning about how bad MAGA is and how MAGA loss and Herschel. Hey, they never made the mandates or a, a central issue here, which we could have run the tables on. The reason is they're all owned by big pharma. The, the problem is the problem is the McConnell Senate. The problem is the McConnell Senate. You want to know why they didn't win more uh, Senate seats? Where the money went to what candidates and what topics? Did you hear there was crickets on? They never, by the way, we knew we had them when they never took out one ad about Fauci being great, one ad about how great uh, vaccines were, how vaccines to save the nation. That gave us an opening right there. Nobody would go on offense because they wouldn't put any money about it. Why would they put any money? Because Big Pharma owns them, lock, stock, and barrel. Ed Dowd, as you've seen the, by the this is the reason. The signal not to noise. This is why what Johnson did in this workshop and kind of this dry run for will be testimony. This thing is all moving forward, right? Cortez, this is all, this is going to be yeah. a massive firefight. This is another massive firefight you're going to see in, uh, in, um, in, in starting in the new Congress. And, and, and DeSantis smartly is getting ahead of it. We're going to try to get Dr. Uh, Lapido on here, uh, who, who's his surgeon general, who's one of the key mm -hmm. guys there. But you're right. They're, they're going to sit there and go, Hey, you may have a federal indemnity, but you certainly don't have, you know, we're, we've right. looked at Ed Dowd's numbers. We've mm -hmm. heard, we've looked at Malone and McCullough and, and, and Harvey Risch, who used to be the senior guy, what the Yale, uh, school of public health, one of the most revered in the world. When Harvey Risch is sitting there saying, when Harvey Risch tells you that no one under 40 should take this thing, 
You should mm-hmm. uh, you should take that as a papal bull, okay? Right. That is the straightest guy in the world. Ed Dowd, as you see the numbers, how can they continue to, to – what are they seeing and how are they going to try to manipulate or maneuver this to keep themselves out of massive liability, sir, given the numbers you've seen? So, first of all, I liken this to a financial fraud that I've seen many times in my career where the executives uh, just act mm-hmm. – as if there is no fraud until they get caught. So they double down, they triple down, they whisper sweet nothings into those investors who still believe the thesis, and then they sell their stock behind them. So these guys are doubling down. They see the numbers we see. The numbers are everywhere for people to see. The bodies are piling up, the disabilities are piling up. So in my viewpoint, our public health agencies are in a cover-up mode, and, 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 and this is criminal negligence and malfeasance, in my humble opinion. So the numbers are, are undeniable. They see what we see. Denmark had one of the most uh, egregious excess mortality. Yeah. Their excess mortality for the whole population went up every year since 2020. 21 was above 20, and 22 is above 21. They ended their vaccination program for those under 50 and said it's better to get COVID than the vaccine, which was kind of an Orwellian way to say uh, your, your, your chances of dying with the vaccine are higher. So this is uh, just, in my humble opinion, just classic criminal behavior. And they're going to act as if everything's fine. And they just hope this goes away and gets blown off the pages. But it's not going to because it's getting worse. You know, you talk about tomorrow's news today. Uh, I, I said the millennials experienced 23% excess mortality in Q2, according to the Society of Actuaries. Well, I have an insider who's telling me the Q3 numbers uh, are looking uh, to be 30 to 35 percent excess mortality for 25 to 44. That's it. that's what we call in Wall Street a reacceleration. So this this is this this has to stop. Let, let me ask before you go to break, and we ask you to stay over because I want to ask you about your forecast for the economy and this situation with Xi in Saudi Arabia and the dollar. Um, Give me your assessment in uh, in 60 seconds on Ron DeSantis and what they're doing in Florida, sir. Oh, that it's fabulous. So, you know, look at the big tobacco analogy. There were lots of individual lawsuits and people tried to take down big tobacco, but they all got dismissed. States attorneys general can get discovery. And this is how big tobacco was finally uh, taken down. And, and through discovery, they figured out that they knew that the uh, Nicotine uh, was addictive and poisonous and caused cancer. So this is going to be the beginning of the end, I think, for big pharma. And I think Ron DeSantis is brave. And I think we need to see other attorney generals across the nation follow suit and overwhelm them with discovery. Okay. We're going to have Dr. Malone on later in the show. Uh, We're trying to tack down Dr. Harvey Risch. We had McCulloch on yesterday to try to get McCulloch back and others that participated. This is Senator Johnson workshop. Big league, important. Okay, we'll make sure you understand all of it. We're going to talk the economy, capital markets. Ed Dow's going to stick around for a few minutes. Get Steve Cortez next in the war room. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank 
that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. Okay, this Christmas we understand it's going to be tough and it's going to get tougher, right? We give it to you with the bark on in the war room. That being the case, you got to make sure that every dollar counts, every penny counts. You steward your resources, you husband your resources. Go to mypillow.com, promo code war room. He's got, we've got an inventory a clearance sale that's going to go on, continue on until we've got everybody great deals. Mypillow.com promo code Warren up to 80% off of, uh, many goods, sales across the board. Buy one, get one free. You got pillows, slippers, blankets, the heavy blankets. You got toppers, sheets, and it's got a money back guarantee to the end of the first quarter. Who's got that? So if you give it to one of the war room posse and they go, Hey, I love it, but it's not the right color. Boom. Get it back. Get what you need, okay? Money back guarantee. MyPillow.com, promo code war. Remember, you can't get him in Walmart, Bed Bath & Beyond, or any big box. Why? Because he's fighting for voter integrity, the armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell. Ed, I know you got to bounce, uh, but your day job, your side hustle is the is this amazing analysis you've done with your partners on mortality that's really been an eye-opener to everybody. Uh, and only puts in high relief what big farmers trying to do when they're trying to jam this thing into six month old babies. Um, but, uh, your, 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 your day job is still a, a Wall Street, you know, fund manager, analyst, uh, you know, guy that, that, uh, puts money to work. Give us your assessment. You got she, you know, you got the Saudis kowtowing to she in, uh, in, in, in Saudi Arabia, the BRICS, that's Brazil, Russia, India, China. And now others, BRICS Plus, the Global South, and thank God India is still with us. But the rest, particularly of Lula, ends up stealing this. Um, the Global South control the resources. The Global North controls the Federal Reserve, the, the Federal Reserve note, a fiat currency and some other British pound, et cetera. Uh, tell us about your forecast, and do you still stick to that? And, and Jamie Dimon out yesterday, Cortez, as you know, saying, hey, I think it would be bumpy. A lot of double talk. He said, hey, prepare for it. All the bank CEOs came out. Of course, Jim Cramer came out yesterday and said, no recession. Don't listen to all this talk, which means it's a Great Depression, I'm sure, around the corner. Ed Dowd, your assessment on the economy, global capital markets and the economy. Okay. First of all, um, my partner, Carlos, has phenomenal early cycle indicators, and he's been forecasting, and we've been forecasting a recession that's going to be deep in Q1 and Q2, probably uh, the trough is Q2. It's it's dialed in. It's baked into the cake. The Federal Reserve has ratcheted up interest rates and choked off uh, economic activity. Um, it, our, uh, we put out a report in November. Uh, 
detailing our early cycle indicators and across the board we ran them again in December they all got worse so there's there's no bottom in sight it's going to continue to go into um, a tailspin and it's likely that the stock market the S&P 500 we're working on what's called a weekly swing high this week we had the Federal Reserve last week Powell and his happy talk and uh, we had a nice little spike we think that may be ending and we're looking at a uh, a rough going in Q1 so goes January, so goes the year. So January lo- looks to be a bad month for the stock market. It may be starting now. Uh, we'll have to see how Friday, the Friday close goes. In terms of uh, global capital markets, uh, the dollar uh, is a is a weapon. Okay, uh, we uh, have gotten the uh, BRICS and everybody in the globe addicted to cheap dollars. And when you raise interest rates, you call the dollars home. We're choking off global growth, and uh, China's hurting. All the other bricks are hurting because of the strength of the dollar. And I know for a fact the Biden administration thinks they're way out of this because they really don't know how finance works. They think a strong dollar is good. So they're, they're going to be uh, um, pumping strong dollar talk as well as the Federal Reserve continuing to uh, raise interest rates, albeit at a slower rate. You know, they're probably going to start to moderate their rate hikes from 75 to 50, but they're still raising. So it makes complete sense that the BRICS would get together to um, combat this. The question I have is, uh, how does that look? How long is it going to take? There's game theory. No one really wants to trust China as a, as a uh, new world reserve currency. So there's a lot of work for them to do to de-dollarize yeah. themselves. Yeah. The, that's the best thing we got going for us. The basket of currencies. You got Russia, Iran. You got Russia, Iran. Uh, China and throw in, uh, throw in Brazil under Lula. That's a basket I'd love to have. Uh, Ed Dowd, how do people get to you to find out more about, oh, and, and the book, where do they get to the book? What causes, uh, causes unknown? Yeah, I got, I finally got a hard copy, uh, uh, today. Um, I gotta get it. Oh, there we go. Um, hard copy. Um, it's, uh, you can go to Amazon and order it. It comes out in hard copy December 13th. Um, it's basically a great Christmas gift to, to give to your relative that thinks that uh, nothing is going on and that uh, you're crazy. So uh, Amazon has got it ready to go. If you if if you want the your favorite aunt to have that that's a big Biden fan to have a and big farmer and MSNBC to have the old screwed up face during Christmas dinner. Make sure you wrap up a <laughs> wrap up a copy of Ed Dowd's book and give it to her before dinner. That'll be a great one. This is a conversation piece. Head down. By the way, book's fantastic. Another Tony Lyons Skyhorse. These brave guys coming out, putting these books out. It's amazing. Ed Dowd, thank you so much. Appreciate thank it. You, talk to you next. For, talk to, we're going to get to you when you get back to Maui, right? Get back into your home climate. Absolutely. That's a big, when a guy like that comes in Washington to see, that's a big get. Okay. A Cortez. Um, I want to start there, but I want to go. The guys at Zero Hedge, we know watch the show and we love Zero Hedge. Mm-hmm. Particularly when, especially when they don't link to KGB front sites, like strategic culture, where you gotta be very careful when you zero hedge, you gotta watch what you're linking to. Um, mm-hmm. but they listened, they didn't want to get caught short here, so they've been listening to Cortez and, and they heard the happy talk of Jamie Dimon. What's that first, what's that story I've got pinned up on, on Getter that really proves the point that Steve Cortez has been saying about where the American consumer really is and why this is going to be right. a dark, bitter Christmas, sir? 
Yes, Zero Hedge uh, highlights the latest Fed data, which shows a trend that we've been talking about for many months. Uh, the consumer is getting pummeled in both directions. And what I mean by that is credit card debt is absolutely surging. At the same time, savings are plummeting, uh, which just tells us that the only way middle and lower income Americans were able to cope, were able to manage the Biden explosion in inflation was through running up high interest credit card debt and depleting their savings. Savings are the lowest they have been in 17 years and the second lowest they have ever been in the history of tracking savings in the United States, which goes all the way back, I think about 80 years. So it's basically almost a century low in the savings rate of the United States. And regarding that credit card data, and this is in that article that you put posted from Zero Hedge, it went to 27 point, uh, total consumer credit went to $27.1 billion from $25.8 billion the prior month. So you're seeing a very significant addition of over a billion dollars of consumer credit. About 10 billion of that is via credit cards. And to tie this back to what Ed Dowd was just talking about, in an era where the Federal Reserve is still raising rates, and I think they absolutely have to, okay, they might be raising it at a, at a less frenetic pace, but they're still raising rates. In an era of rising interest rates, this level of credit card indebtedness from people who have no financial cushion is a recipe for disaster, Steve. Uh, this is going to be a very troublesome winter for a lot of folks, especially people who are financially strapped and live in colder regions of the country. They're, the energy bills that they are going to face this winter are going to be crushing to them. And for many of them, are going to put, push them over the edge. That's just the reality that they are facing right now. That's the sad and tragic consequence of this Biden inflation. So this inflation has impoverished the middle and lower income folks in America. Um, it is turning them into indebted serfs. They are at the mercy now of high interest credit cards. And unfortunately, their prognosis, at least for the near term, is incredibly bleak. But that's also why, now let's talk about a solution, Steve. That's why this incoming House GOP must unleash American energy. That would be the quickest stimulant to our economy overall, and it would be the greatest immediate benefit to the very kinds of people we're talking about here who are trapped um, in this in this cycle of, of poverty, quite frankly. We need to, uh, once again, as President Trump did, unleash the full power of American energy dominance that was so attacked by Joe Biden. This incoming House can do that. They have to be willing to go to the mat, though, with Joe Biden on this fulcrum issue. By the way, on the American energy, because these are all things that, that could end up shutting down the government. First off, on this omnibus, they ought to be going through pick and shove. I haven't seen any guy come up and say, hey, this is where – remember, they've already committed to the to the architecture of reparations, r- reparations for climate for climate crimes and climate change. Where, where, where in the uh, omnibus bill, it's, it's worth not voting, voting down just for even having a mention of that in there because that's, that's basically pleading guilty. Right. To uh, to what we did and become an industrial power, which is total and complete nonsense, by the way, with the CCP who happens to be in Saudi Arabia today. Right. And they're not over there talking about hydro hydroelectric power. I, I take it that's correct. So you don't think they're talking about uh, solar, wind and hydro today in Riyadh, sir? Mr. No, as a matter of fact, you know, when they're away from the microphones, they're probably snickering at the fact that American and Western European leaders are still talking about that ridiculous uh, echo agenda, which only uh, enriches Riyadh even further. 
Uh, places like Riyadh and Tehran and Moscow all benefit, right, from the echo radical agenda of Western Europe and the United States of the of the Davos crowd. And regarding this omnibus bill, though, too, I do want to put some good news out there, and, and I want to hopefully reinforce and get the audience out there to reinforce these senators, because you also posted this article, Steve, from the Hill uh, newspaper that there are three senators in particular who are standing up and saying we will use every delay tactic possible to not pass this omnibus bill. Yes. Mike Lee, Rick Scott. And Rand Paul. There are also three other Republican senators who have said they support their moves, but the three of them are being are at the forefront of this movement. And they're saying, listen, we can drag this all the way through Christmas. And believe me, most of these senators want to get home. They, they don't want to come home Christmas night. Right. They want to get home Christmas Eve morning or the 23rd or whatever. So thankfully, the calendar can be helpful to us here. And we know that a motivated yeah. group of senators, it doesn't have to be 60, doesn't even have to be 10. A motivated small group of senators can engage in dilatory tactics and delay tactics that are yeah. part of the Senate by design, uh, and they can say, we are not going to pass this on to this. So please, folks, let's support these senators and pressure other senators to join them and not pass this behemoth, this gargantuan, um, permanent Washington spending spree. By the way, this is just to pay off all the guys that are leaving here, Blunt and uh, Shelby and all these big, big, big time, big shot Republicans got to pay off their donors. You're actually just having a kick two weeks. They're supposed to leave the 16th, but even you go down to Christmas, you're kicking it 10 days. It's not the timing. It's they want to they want to get payoffs, and they understand right. we're very close. By the way, same with amnesty. Josh Hawley, and let's give Josh Hawley a particular shout out. His leadership. He came over. He came on amnesty. Said over my dead body. I am mm-hmm. going to maniacally focus on this between now and the end of the year to make sure that it, he says it's absurd and obscene to think you can have something so big that you need consensus of the American people when you have an right. invasion of the southern border. They try to jam in behind with another guy, Tom Tillis, a perfect example of a McConnell clone, Steve Cortez. Yes. And by the way, it looks like we're going to stop amnesty. Nobody can rest easy yet. Uh, you know, don't want any complacency out there, but it looks like we're going to be able to stop that. We can stop all of these. I mean, that's the point, right? We can, particularly in the Senate side right now. Then the power dynamic shifts in the new Congress and all of our power really is going to be on the House side. But for now, in this lame duck session, most of the power lies on the Senate side. And and we can stop all these uh, ridiculous ideas. I think we will, but it's going to take a lot of attention. And I understand, by the way, that there's probably some political exhaustion out there uh, amongst the deplorables and amongst the American people who worked so hard into the election, right? Uh, volunteering, campaigning, donating, voting. Uh, it's understandable for people to want to sort of take a break, right? And just pay attention to yeah. friends and family into the holidays. But I'm warning you, this is not the holiday season to take a break. Because believe me, in this lame duck session, if, if we take oh, yeah. our attention away, what they will do to us is they will completely handcuff that incoming uh, Republican House. We can't let that happen. I think we're going to stop all of these. But uh, please stay on task. Keep the pressure on. We can stop all of this. And then we can have a very new day starting in January. This is why, you know, from Mar-a-Lago, I'd like to have a little incoming from there on these guys, right? Some lead on the target. Because mm-hmm. this will stra- this will this will handcuff. President Trump for a second term, debt ceiling, these massive omnibus, how you finance it, amnesty, all defense author, a woke defense bill. Okay, Cortez is going to stick around. Short commercial break. Lou Dobbs is coming up. Dave Bratt's coming up. Great news. Offers for free iPhones are usually too good to be true. Just like freedom itself, nothing in life is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get the same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract. 
Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile also offers a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's B-A-N-N-O-N. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values or our country, support a company that does. Patriot Mobile. You get there by going to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. I don't think there's been any changes at all. We've always talked, first of all, we're, we're writing things that we think about are really being impactful for the long term. Unfortunately, the long term is not something that is topical today. And let's be clear, populism is not about long-termism. Populism is about the moment. And let me be clear, one of the greatest reasons why we have inflation is because of populism. We are doing things for the short term. We're try- and, and so many of the things, I mean, I could go on on the whole short-termism of populism and what we've done and created this inflation. But um, have it. You know, I've always that that is that is a, a half baked bond salesman. That is a uh, bond trader, bond salesman. That is now r- the biggest asset manager in the world, and he thinks he's like the Sun King with his, uh, you know, his pronouncements about the global economy. This guy is a clown. Steve Cortez, populism is the cause of inflation, sir. You have the floor. Wow. Yes. Uh, well, you know, uh, color me shocked that Larry Fink, the king of the oligarchs, doesn't appreciate populist nationalism. Uh, you know, actually not shocked at all because uh, he is globalism personified. And unfortunately, he's one of the most powerful people in the country who most Americans, frankly, have never heard of. The War Room audience is very apprised on who Larry Fink is and what BlackRock is doing and their pernicious uh, effect upon America. But but uh, the vast majority of Americans have never heard of this man who is incredibly powerful and incredibly malevolent because what he is doing to big business in this country, you know, a lot of folks will wonder, why does big business act in such a woke manner? And they're, they're, it's a multifaceted uh, cause and effect relationship of why they do that. But the biggest reason by far is is Larry Fink and BlackRock and similar asset managers uh, like Vanguard and State Street. These asset managers, if you look at the holdings of most major companies in America, they are either the number one, number two, or number three biggest holder of these companies. And by the way, they're doing it not with Larry Fink's money. They're doing it with your money, uh, with your pension money, with the public money of your city or your state. Okay, that's what they are investing. And, and that money then gives them tremendous operational control over the C-suites of these major corporations. And what do they do with that control? Well, they insist on a woke communist agenda to come out of big business. Big business 
previously, in previous decades, used to be an ally of the citizens of the United States. You know, there was a phrase forever, what's good for General Motors is good for America. And, you know, it was somewhat trite, but that was largely true. Well, the exact opposite is true now. And it's mostly because of the asset managers broadly and because of Larry Fink specifically. So he's an absolute scam. I consider him to be really a corporate gangster in many ways. And uh, Steve, we talk a lot about how we need to take on big tech. And I believe we need to break up big tech. And that needs to happen in the next Republican presidency, whoever the, the America first leader is that we elect in 2024. Let me also say this. We need to break up big money. We need to break up these asset managers. They are Far too big. They have far too much power over American society, much too, much too concentrated and particularly as it relates to Larry Fink. So we need to break up big tech and we also need to break up big money. ESG is nothing more than, uh, than social justice warrior based upon these bizarre theories and they're forcing companies right. to, to, and it, because it sees that the corporation guys are all cowards, right? Moral cowards. They, they, right. they be in the club and to keep the job and to keep the big, uh, the big uh, options package and, you know, be able to go to the Harvard club and hang out and be accepted. They'll do anything. They, they, right. they will kowtow to anybody, but Larry Fink is the guy that's putting in there. And of course, just like, you know, and this is what's interesting about governor DeSantis, Ken Griffin and the, and, and singer, the guys in back of him are as bad as they come. Right. And, and, and you've got a question. Now they're selling the seats down for his inauguration for a million bucks a piece. Governor DeSantis, you should not be doing that. Okay. Stay away from these guys. They're bad news, but, He's going after Larry Fink. He said, was it two and a half billion dollars yep. of the, of the, of the pension fund on a management? If he keeps the if the ESG stuff is, 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 is part of his program, boom. And, and there's a legislature in Texas subpoenaed, uh, Fink to come down there and testify about how much money they've left on the table for the pension funds right. because he's going after these radical ideas. Fink's, uh, offensive move right here is to come after populism. Just like, just like, right. um, uh, j- just like Ken Griffin said, the biggest enemy he's got right now is populism. These asset managers understand we're coming for him, don't they, Steve Cortez? Sure. No, listen, I mean, I mean, they're malevolent, but they're very smart. So they, they can see uh, that we, we pose a big political threat to them. Thank goodness. And uh, what, what Ron DeSantis did in Florida was fantastic. By the way, if somebody like Ken Griffin thinks that he's buying Ron DeSantis, I think he's got another thing coming. Ron DeSantis has shown time and again his willingness to take on incredibly powerful corporate interests in his state, hey, including hey, BlackRock. I'll, I'll, hang, hang, hang on. I, I got it. He's going to BlackRock. He's going to Big Tech. He's going to. Hey, I love it all. And he's he's running as a populist. I'll feel a lot better when he sends the money back. Okay, I hear. Here's you. the thing with DeSantis. Here, no, here's but here's when Trump won in sixteen. This is why I fought so hard having that huge inauguration. I said, you know, Mr. President Elect, you don't you're not beholden to anybody, just the American people, right? He took because nobody gave him any money. <laughs> he would literally did it without any really any big donors, no corporate donors. It was right. unique in American history. Once they get the hooks in you. They want something for it. It just is. I think Governor DeSantis now, he just ought to reject and the million dollar seats. He doesn't need it. The P, he, the problem is you're going to see these consultants around him. They're going to tell him nonstop. You got to build your war chest. The war chest should just be the hearts of the American people. Cause hey, look, DeSantis is go- going after him, Steve. He's going after big pharma. He's going after at least BlackRock, the big asset manager because of ESG. He's going after big tech. He's going after Disney. Right. And they're accusing him of getting soft. But, hey, he's got the fight right now. Is that uh, is that your assessment? 
No, 100%. And by the way, whether it's Florida or any other red state, there are 22 states in which we have total control, right, of the legislature and the governor's mansion. Those 22 states should have exactly zero dollars invested with BlackRock, okay? All public money from red states needs to be pulled from BlackRock and similar. I don't want to uh, single out only BlackRock. I think they're the worst example and they're by far the biggest and the most powerful. Uh, but all of these asset managers, the major ones, act in concert with each other and inflict this woke communist agenda upon businesses in the United States, which is then inflicted upon their employees uh, and upon the country as a whole. So uh, public money as a starting point, public money from those red states needs to be gone from those asset managers. It would do wonders for the American economy. It would do wonders for our society as a whole. And, uh, and it needs to happen. And Ron DeSantis is leading the way on what I hope becomes a burgeoning and growing movement. Uh, Steve, uh, give uh, real quickly, how do people get to your sub stack? Everything on Getter, you've got all your writings. Yeah, you bet. Find me on Getter. I'm at Steve. On Twitter, I'm at Cortez. Steve Cortez with an S. Thank you, sir. Okay, brother. Uh, make sure tpusa.com, Phoenix, 17th to the 20th. We're going to be doing the show live. I'll talk more about it in the second hour. The Gathering, America Fest. Great way to end the year, better way to start the year. Short commercial break. Lou Dobbs, Dave Brett, Dr. Malone, all next. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.